0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, for your further listening pleasure,
1: direct from the golf course and onto your radio, this is, hello everybody, The Fred and Jeff Show.
2: And good morning everybody, this is Jeff Ronstadt from The Fred and Jeff Show. How are you doing today? I'm here with my lovely wife, Tiana. Hi (laughs) y'all. Fred is in Houston, Texas right now, hanging out with his lovely fiance and meeting her family. So hopefully he's listening to us online or he's probably having too much fun. He forgot that we even have a show. What do you think about that?
3: I think that's probably true.
2: (laughs) It's probably very true. So we are the Fred Jeff Show and we talk about the people, places, events, history, and culture that make Tucson and Southern Arizona a great place to live. Check us out on Facebook. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or check out this Tome of Wisdom and Entertainment on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. So, Tiana, lots of fun stuff. Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to everybody out there. Lots of fun stuff going on out in the old Pueblo.
3: Yes, but yet also it's a little calm, which I like and appreciate. I kind of feel like this is really the first Sunday, even though it's really the second Sunday of the year. But it's kind of the first Sunday as I still have to get all the Christmas down. <laughs> Can I help you with that, by the way? No, it's all right. I'll Are you sure?
2: I, I, I guarantee I won't break that much this yeah. year.
3: But one highlight that folks would have time still today is that River Dance is here, the 20th anniversary
2: of River Dance. Of River Dance. Yes. And, and we so, saw it Wednesday.
3: Yes. And for the launch on Tuesday, we had some local talent come out that actually learn Irish dancing here in Tucson and they performed out in the front. Uh, prior to the Riverdance performance. So, yes, we saw it Wednesday, and it was amazing. So if you have time today to get out there and see that, I would highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the 20th anniversary. And so.
2: you really enjoyed it on Wednesday.
3: I love it. Yeah, I you really it.
2: enjoyed it. I, I think I fell asleep after the first. It, they, they kept waking me up, all the clacking, clacking, clacking.
3: But it was fun. Yeah, we'll give a shout-out to Jason and Kendall, too. I'm sure they enjoyed it as <laughs> yes, well.
2: Jason, our friend, the heart, the heart box from Flight Grill and the Bistro at Tohono Chul. By the way, Tiana, did you know that today's National Bittersweet Chocolate
3: Day? No, I'm not a big Bitter Seaweed fan, though. <laughs> seaweed
2: Bittersweet Chocolate.
3: Bittersweet. I'm not a fan.
2: <laughs> it's also National Cut Your Energy Cause Day. Oh, that's Yeah, tomorrow would have been fun. Tomorrow's National Milk Day and National <laughs> Human Trafficking Awareness Day. Those don't sound as much fun. But uh, that's too funny. And, folks, by the way, this segment, as well as all of our first segments, are brought to you by our good friends at Tucsonhappenins.com. Check them out because there's tons of stuff to do in town. If you're looking for some family-friendly stuff to do, like the Southern Arizona Arabian Horse Association Horse Show is today at the Pima County Fairgrounds. Started this morning at 8 o'clock. There's also, the and you probably missed it because it started at 8 o'clock too, the Sunday Guided Bird Walk at Catalina State Park. But I believe they do that pretty much every Sunday.
3: Yeah, so, I think they do.
2: Yeah. What else you got?
3: Lots of just great activities out and about um, as we are leading into our new year. Yeah. And I always say that January is kind of nice that you can look and see what you really want to be involved in um, for the year.
2: Right. And then, you know, there's always, you can, if you're... Looking for something fun to do today? You could always go to the Southern Arizona Author Series. That's happening right now at Unity of Tucson over on Camino Blanco. Or the True Stories of the so-called Big Bad Wolves, our friends at the Life theater workshop. I always have something fun going on for the family on Sundays. That starts at 1230. So right after the show, head on down to 5317 East Speedway and check those kids out for their True Stories of the so-called Big Bad Wolves. There's also a holiday classic, Season of Lights at the Flandreau Planetarium. So if you haven't had enough of the holiday, go to the Flandreau Planetarium today at 2 o'clock and check out their Season of Lights show. Super fun, super fun, super fun. And the Tucson Symphony Orchestra is performing at 2 o'clock at the Catalina Foothills High School up on Sunrise Drive. They're going to do Moonstruck by Schumann and Schmidt. How about that?
3: That sounds really fun.
2: Yep. Centennial presentation at the uh, Swarrow National Park this afternoon at 3. Fundraiser for the Artie Olson Band to get out the Blues Challenge. Riverdance, as you said, the 20th anniversary of World Tour. And then, of course, 9 o'clock tonight at the Chicago Bar is Reggae Sunday Month. So you want to make sure you don't miss that.
3: Reggae Sunday Month. Reggae I like Sunday. I
2: oh, I added the man part.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, some of our uh, – Relatives will be uh, playing. Ronstadt Generations is going to be playing tomorrow night at 845 at the Chicago Bar. So if you've got something to do Monday night, you want to go hear some of the fellow Ronstadt clans singing, I think that's a fun event, that's, 845 and good. at the Chicago Bar. Yeah, I they're know
2: really good. They're really so good. So that
3: might stuff. be kind of a fun thing to do in the beginning of the year.
2: Yeah, that'll be super fun. So folks, get out there and meet your neighbor because that is how we make Tucson a great place to live. We got lots of fun on the show today. We're going to talk to the folks at the Tucson Association of Realtors Shootout, the new tournament director. And then we've got our friend Tom Dunn from the Arizona Builders Alliance, who's going to come on the second part of the show and tell us what the heck the Arizona Builders Alliance is. So stick around. We've got lots more here on the Fred and Jeff Show. This portion of The Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Barker-Morrissey Construction and Power Women Investing. Now, time for more of The Fred and Jeff Show. And welcome back to The Fred and Jeff Show. This is Jeff Ronstadt with my lovely wife, Tiana. Hi, y'all. And we're here at our office today. We're at uh, the Ronstadt Insurance Office chatting uh, about the people, places, events, history that make Tucson and Southern Arizona, a great place to live. So thanks for tuning in today. We've got a lot of sponsors for y'all out there to support. Uh, Please do so so we can keep bringing you this fabulous tome of wisdom and entertainment about all of our friends that are making Tucson a great place to live. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook and check out the uh, website friendjeff.com. Now Tiana, one of the things we didn't talk about in the first segment was you actually have started a new workshop series. Tell us about that.
3: I have. We are very excited about our launch that launched yesterday called Second Saturdays. It will be the second Saturday of every month. Here in Tucson, we're familiar with Second Saturdays because the downtown event. Right. But nationally, it is a nonprofit um, program that was developed by the Women Institute for Financial Education, and it is a platform for women to come and become empowered and educated about money. And,
2: and so it's only for women to come, to?
3: Well, at this point, it is based on the Second Saturdays model. Mm-hmm. Um, folks can check that out at uh, SecondSaturdays.com, and you'll now see that Tucson is one of the places that you can actually go to these workshops. So we are going to hold them the second Saturday of every month from 8 to 10 at the JCC. And we're, we had a great turnout yesterday and we look forward to great information um, each month.
2: Now there's two different, two different workshops. You have one at 8 o'clock in the morning. And what's that one?
3: So the one at 8 we're calling Power Hour. And that one is more um, for just everything that you need to know. So really anyone could come to that. It's really for Things that you need to know in your life so that when your life goes through transitions, you're ready. And whether that's a good transition or a bad transition, you're ready for it.
2: And when you say transitions, you mean things like divorce, marriage, a death in the family,
3: change of job, trying to get a job.
2: Right. Any transition. I heard you describe transitions once as moving from one boat to another boat.
3: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So any types of transitions that you have in your life. That's what you are you guys are talking about, how helping people through those transitions.
3: Right. So someone could just come to Power Hour, which is from 8 to 9. Mm-hmm. And then from 9 to 10 is actually the platform of Second Saturdays, which is developed specifically and primarily for women either contemplating, going through, or have been through a divorce.
2: All right. Is there something that you need to tell me?
3: No, not at all. <laughs> Everybody needs to know the information. <laughs> it's just whether or not you're actually going to choose to use it for, um, a relationship split up.
2: Got it. But really
3: everyone should know the information.
2: Okay. Very good. And more information on your new series is available at Second Sundays Tucson. Saturday. Or Second Saturdays, Saturdays Tuesday. Tucson. Tuesday. Okay. And if, and folks can call, they can look there and you're going to be doing this first. The next however many second Saturdays, until you run out of steam.
3: Correct. All right. Very good. Very good. And it's not just the Tiana Day. I'm, I'm just sponsoring the day. And so I am looking um, at, you will have other fellow professionals in the field, attorneys, um, therapists, real estate brokers, um,
2: anybody that can accountants,
3: help anybody that can help you. Because remember, specifically negative transitions affect every single part of your life. Right. And so we want to make sure that we're supporting every single part of your life. Awesome. All right. Thanks. Thank
2: you. Absolutely. So now let's we'll get to our first guest today. And our first guest is Billy Mordka, who is the new brand new tournament director for the Tucson Association of Realtors Shootout. Which a lot of us old timers used to call the Fort Lowell shootout.
1: Correct. And then the Wells Fargo shootout, and the Pizza Hut shootout, and the Cola Banker (laughs) shootout. Very cool. Billy, how you doing? Doing Good. And yourself? Not too bad, not too bad. So you're a Tucson guy. I am, born and raised. Where'd you go to school? Uh, Let's see, Duffy Elementary. Uh, Faith Lutheran Junior <laughs> High and Desert Christian High School. Alright, hey, so oh. proud of them all. Alright, and you played soccer here in Tucson as a kid growing up? I did. We played soccer, uh, me and my brother played soccer growing up and then I also played in high school. Alright. So. What position? Uh, I played goalkeeper and fullback. Goalkeeper? So you played football too? I didn't. So oh, I, fullback. I always on- call it fullback defense. Got it. So. Yeah, for us soccer novices, <laughs> <laughs> other people might know it as the slow
2: positions on the soccer field. So you were the big, you were the big kid running. You got it downhill all the time. You got it. All right, good for you, man. <laughs> so how
1: did you get involved to become the tournament director? Uh, well, I own a real estate company, and back then uh, it was my father's, and we just started. Uh, I started working for him uh, selling real estate, and at a function I met uh, Diana Cannon. And she was the tournament director for uh, many, many years. And uh, I mentioned the word soccer, and instantly she told me, congratulations, you have a new volunteer job. <laughs> so uh, that was 2003, and I'm still here. Wow. And now as a kid, you played in this tournament? Uh, you know, I actually never did. I was uh, a multiple se- a sports kid. So one season was soccer. One season was uh, volleyball. One season was you just kept going through the seasons, whereas most of the guys in the shootout are clubs. And those people really commit and uh, spend a lot more time just focused on soccer. Okay. So
2: So let's talk about all of these clubs that are coming in at Tucson. Okay.
1: How many you got coming in? How many kids? Well, we have 575 teams.
2: What? Yeah.
1: Those 575 are. teams? Is this a record? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> 575 games are being played. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of teams. I was teams. like, that does sound like a lot. But if you're <laughs> having that many games. We're having 325 teams. That's okay. still a lot of teams. Yes. And so over yeah. the, over the two days, we're going to have 575 games being played. So. So every single little piece of grass in Tucson that you could put two goals on, you're having a game on. Uh, pretty much you are correct. So we have 48 fields going on at 10 different locations throughout the city.
2: Of the Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Unicom Graphics, Steel Door, and Sleeping Frog Farms.
3: You know, folks, very infrequently,
2: I make a mistake on our show, very infrequently. And the reason behind that is because Fred is usually in charge of all the recording and the clock and everything. So, uh, unfortunately, I let Bobby go early. And uh, and now we've redone the clock and we found out that we have another five minutes. So I've got with me on the show right here before the bottom of the hour, I've got with me Tom Dunn, who is the director for Southern Arizona for the Arizona Builders Alliance. Um, and, Tom, really what I want to talk to you about right now, because we're going to get more into what the Arizona Builders Alliance does, who you guys are, who you advocate for, what you do for the community. But really what I want to talk about right now is volunteer day. You guys do a great volunteer day, and you've been doing it for a lot of years. Tell, tell our listeners about volunteer day for the Arizona Builders Lines. All right. You know, our builders, you know, the more the Arizona Builders Lines is built up of,
0: of commercial construction builders, and they like to build stuff. And one of the things that they really enjoy building is their <laughs> That's very cool. It, it's a building. And it, it's funny, uh, when I got started, my old background is mortgage Businesses and we didn't really care about the <laughs> community.
2: Well, some do, but and this was back when you were in Seattle because you were Tucson transplant. Yeah, it's four years ago.
0: But locally, I mean, these builders just love giving back and building for for nonprofits in the in the area that really need the help. And in the past few years, uh, this past year, we we renovated the Tucson Arizona Boys Chorus building, which is just and we're talking ago. you guys did this about a month ago, oh, early December, so yeah, the first Saturday in December. And the previous year before that was Faith Lutheran School. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, the improvements on that property, I think, exceeded $200,000. $200,000.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: the day of the event, you know, there, there, there's a lot of planning, and the day of the event, about 200, to 250 people head on down there and finish all the work up with, uh, you know, new sinks, new bathrooms, painting,
2: mm-hmm. roofing, roofing, HVAC. HVAC, HVAC all I mean, things. you had the guys from Achilles Air down there doing oh, HVAC. Yeah. You got guys from Barker Morrissey, guys from Sunt, guys from JB Steel, Kittle Construction. I mean, all of these great Tucson companies. You know, work by design. You know, Mark Riggy was last year's uh, chairman along with
0: Mike Johnson the Chestnut. And uh, every year he just goes overboard on, on putting new cabinets in. And, and this year was no different. And, and it's just amazing the people, uh, my members just keep, they love to give back to our community. They believe that by giving back, they can help these non-profits do a better service to our community. And it's so true. It's true. It's right? absolutely true. Uh, in the past year, we did Miracle Square a few, few years
2: I ago. I was in Miracle Square. As a matter of fact, I was one of the guys who was manning the rakes out in the front at Miracle okay. Square. Yeah, yeah there
0: they, they they they, they're, There's they're some concern about that. They just called us. <laughs> you know, before that, we had Esperanza and Escalante. We were helping homeless veterans.
2: Uh, we we uh, have them. built them a dog park. How do you guys pick the the non? Because I mean, there's so much need out there. How do you guys vet out the nonprofits? Do you have a committee? Do you just have people come to you? How does this How does this work? Well, in fifth, late
0: February and uh, early March, we send a request out to nonprofits. Next, next month. month. Yeah, next month we send a request out saying, "Hey, submit," or if you know anybody at the nonprofit that owns their business, we normally uh, we don't do any. You mean so it owns the building? Owns the building. That has has the ability to make uh, changes to their building Uh, because we can't do something for somebody's leasing. Right, Um, and most of the nonprofits in the area basically own their properties and they're and they're run down because they they never put money in the budget for maintenance, and and that's a a thing that we're trying to educate them when we help them say, hey, we're doing all this, but really consider putting money in your budget so you don't have to have a renovation every five, ten years. So what you're
2: saying is tons of deferred maintenance that is a little out of control and then it's completely out of control. And the ABA, the Arizona Builders Alliance, comes in and pretty much rehabilitates – this properties. building,
0: the property. And you can't really blame the nonprofits. the nonprofits. They're trying to do what their mission is, to serve the people. Absolutely. And, and so that's one of the that's really rewarding that we get to go and help them do a better job of what they do.
2: Oh, yeah, that's awesome. So in about a month, you guys will send out letters to nonprofits that own their buildings and ask them to submit proposals for the dual 60-year. We, were, we should actually will send uh, the
0: notifications out to people that are already – uh, submitted in the past. So you're not looking for new. But we are. But if, if you know of someone, have them go to the Arizona Builders website, which is azbuilders.org, or call the office, which is 881 7930 881 7930 as per Tom. All right,
2: folks, that is the Arizona Builders Alliance. Come out, Come back after the break. We're going to talk more about these folks and the great things they do here in Tucson. And we'll be back in about two minutes. See you then. This portion of The Fred and Jeff Show is brought to you by Barker Morrissey Contracting, Ronstadt Insurance, and Casa de la Luz Hospice. Now, time for more of The Fred and Jeff Show.
3: And welcome back
2: to The Fred and Jeff Show. I'm Jeff Ronstadt. I'm here with my lovely wife, Deanna.
3: Hey, y'all. <laughs> it's
2: I, love it. I know. I love it. I love it so it's much. T- Are you no, up? I am. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and uh, we talk about the people, places, events, history, and culture that make Tucson a great place to live. And check us out on Facebook. Like us on... Wait a minute. How does Fred say that? Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And check us out in our tome of wisdom and entertainment on iTunes or TuneIn Radio. And Fred, if you all are interested, is gone somewhere. He's in Houston, Texas, meeting his uh, his lovely fiance's family. I thought he was meeting his fiance. No, no. For a while, we thought he might be fiance episode one, but
0: this has been a much better deal.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, and so he's meeting her family, so he could make the show today. Yeah. And that's why you're filling in for free. today. Thank you very much. Thanks, Tiana. You're welcome. And earlier in the show, we had Billy Morka, who was the tournament director for the Tucson Association of Realtors Shootout. So, folks, if you want more information on that, go to their website, com. Because one of the things that we didn't have time to talk about was the parking.
3: Yes, yeah, so I'm always concerned about the parking, as we've done the shootout in the past. So, if you're going to soccer, um, they have... 400 additional parking spaces this year right. on the west side of the lake there. The right. Pond or the, is that a lake or a pond? It's a pond. It's a pond. So um, be sure to check out the website. Find those um, available parking spaces. I was thrilled to hear that from Billy and weren't able to mention it um, while he's here.
2: Absolutely. he was here. Absolutely. We also yeah. forgot to mention that he was here with his sidekick, Gina Brandt, from Brandt yeah. Advertising, who yeah. does a lot of the good public relations for these these folks here in Tucson, and Gina's always good about calling us up saying, hey, don't forget about my friends at the Tucson Association of Realtors Shootout, so we're happy to talk to them all the time. But now on the show, we've brought another friend of the family in. We have a very good friend here, and he's going to tell us all about the Arizona Builders Alliance. Uh, his name is Tom Dunn, and Tom, you're the director of the Southern Arizona Division. Right, director for Southern Arizona. <laughs> director for Southern Arizona. Right. Now, tell us why that's so important that we
0: say it like that. It because we're, my mission is to advocate for Southern Arizona.
2: Even though the Arizona Builders Alliance is a huge statewide-run organization, right. you, there's, a Northern, there's a Maricopa County branch and a Pima County branch. How does that work? Well, we're a statewide organization, and a trade association, basically
0: two national trade associations. One is the Associate General Contractors, and the other is the Associate Builders of Contractors, and they advocate nationally and at the state level for uh, the commercial construction industry. They're very pro-business, uh, pro-merit shop. So basically, merit shop, you, you know merit shop. I do it's not. Don't. Um, basically, a merit shop, uh, a pro-merit shop uh, focus means that when a government project comes up they instead of using a labor union or a project labor agreement they use who's best at the job mm-hmm. and so uh, basically that saves the people about 30 percent on any construction for government construction projects mm-hmm. and then the, the best uh, construction company gets the job now in Arizona state 93 percent of the businesses in construction are non-union jobs so how does that save them 30 percent? Uh, because just the cost involved with a labor union increases the bids by thirty percent. Wow! 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 I had no idea. Yeah. And so that's why it's important that, that you pay attention, that, that people pay attention to what's happening. Because if it is uh, a project labor agreement set on, say, the Tucson Airport when they were building the tower uh, last year, that actually would mean that the jobs would go out of state. They'd have to bring people from out of state to work that job. So it really, we really fight for the the Arizonan as well. Yeah. And so basically, let me tell you a little bit more about what our membership plays consists of. I mean, we're a statewide association led by Mark Minter. He's the executive director of the Arizona Builders Alliance, and he's been on the job for about 36 years. 36 years Mark's well, been doing this? Yeah, and, and 21 years ago, uh, it was just this AGC, Arizona, and it merged with the ABC. That's why they call us the Alliance. And we're made up of general contractors and subcontractors and affiliates like insurance, like long insurance is a member, that advocate, that that service the membership, the construction. Um, And an interesting side note on that is many trade associations are either general contractors or subcontractors, and they're butting heads at the federal and the state and the local level. We actually uh, reach a consensus and do what's best for everybody. Uh, We basically what's best for the commercial construction industry. You know, that's our charge, to do what's best to make them as productive as possible and make it a good a business working environment.
2: Alright, give us an example of something like that.
0: Oh, well, there's uh, what's a great example of doing what's best for the business. Uh, okay, so local preference is a big issue. Local preference? Local preference with the city of Tucson. What does that mean? That means that if you got a bid from this the city, if, you, if there's a if, bid with, for a city project that, that you would get additional points for being a local business. Okay. However, the problem with that is it's unconstitutional to discriminate against another American in a different country. Kind of oh, different, different state. state. Okay. So, okay. country, state, state. <laughs> oh, I'm saying you're true. a professional <laughs> talker, <laughs> I'm not. And uh, you're doing fine. You doing really well. what happened, and so we went to the city and uh, different trade associations were all for it, but really, we were solving a problem that didn't exist. Huh. Uh, because we went through the last, uh, I think, five to ten years of actual projects from the city of Tucson, and 97% of them were local companies, and so it was just one of those things that it was a feel-good story. Making, you know, I'm going to do something when there's there wasn't an issue, right? right. And the other three percent was, I think, an elevator company at, you know, out of California or Texas. It was one—I can't recall the specifics. It was one of those things that was such a specialty that
2: a local Tucson company wouldn't have been able to do as well. They so, but you, but, you know, as a trade organization, mm-hmm. trade organizations, a lot of folks out there don't understand what a trade organization is. They're, so tell, tell us, give us a better idea of what does it mean to be a trade organization? Well, it's similar like a Chamber of Commerce. So a Chamber of Commerce, for just the specifically commercial construction,
0: Now, we're not horizontal construction, which is infrastructure. We're vertical construction. And so we advocate for just vertical. Meaning? Buildings.
2: up Above ground. Vertical is above ground. Horizontal is the horizon. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're commercial as opposed to residential. Right. Okay. So you've got guys in the Arizona Builders Alliance that are building giant buildings at the University of Arizona, building the new courthouse. Courthouse. These are all being done by Arizona contractors, right. and you guys advocate for them. Exactly. So as, as we chat here on the show, what I think is really important for you to, to share with our listeners is why does an organization, why does a, a, a group like Builders, why do they need an advocate? Well, I, I think everyone needs an advocate, because if you're not in the game to... Other
0: people that are attending the game will be telling you how to run your business. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not in politics, you should be out of business. And, and because you need to be
2: a competent
0: of those that are elected officials. Okay, so let's, yeah. let me,
2: let's let's pull that back. If you're not in politics, you're out of business. Uh, I would think so. What does
0: that mean? That means if, if you don't have a seat at the table, then you're not you're not influencing what's going to happen. And it may affect how you can even run your business. Mm-hmm. And and that's why you look at Moran, the town of Moran is doing it very well, just because they, they have a, a perception of very pro-business. In mm-hmm. the city of Tucson as you know the opposite. They have a perception whether it's true or not of anti business. And that's just it's all perception. And, and one of the things that we really fought hard to do is actually be involved. You know, I served on the Bing Bomb committee. I, I served as the health uh, the president of the Moran Health Center board. It's one of these things that we want to be involved so people understand what construction means to them. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times they'll just go, hey, everything's well-bid, and, you know, you get what you pay for. Right, right. And, and if, there's other ways to do construction
2: that is not well-bid. So we advocate for our businesses, okay, and we also advocate for our community. Okay, and, and we want to talk about that, but, let, but because when we talk about this, the next segment, you know, when you're we are got to take a break in a minute. Right. Actually, this is actually a real good time to take a break. So, folks... We're going to take a break, and what we're going to talk about when we come back is how trade associations like the Arizona Builders Alliance advocate for not only the businesses that are members that you look out for, but also for the community. Because I think one of the great things that you guys do is really look out for our community. So, folks, stick around. We'll be right back with more here on the Fred and Jeff Show. <laughs> portion of the Fred and Jeff show is brought to you by Anthony Cigar Emporium, Power Women Investing and Mayfield Florist. Now, time for more of the Fred and Jeff show. And welcome back to the Fred and Jeff show where we talk about the people, places, events, history and culture that make Tucson and Southern Arizona a fantastic place to live. Follow us on follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook and check out our old, as as far as, uh, gosh, we've been doing the show for six years. Check out our old uh, episodes on iTunes and TuneIn Radio, or go to our webpage, friendjeff.com, and uh, you'll, you'll get some great information on the people who are making Tucson and Southern Arizona a great place to live. And with us here in the uh, podcast studio at the Ronstadt Insurance Office is my good friend Tom Dunn, who is the director. For Southern Arizona of the Arizona Builders Alliance. Tom, thanks for uh, coming in today. It's great. It's a great kind of silence here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we've been talking about the Arizona Builders Alliance and the fact that you guys are a trade association of contractors, general contractors, subcontractors, and and folks like myself, insurance guys, and um, attorneys, CPAs, that. that suppliers that support the construction industry, and you talked about how these folks need to have a seat at the table when it comes to making policy to protect contractors and their employees. But on this part of the show, I really want to get down to what is it that the Arizona Builders Alliance in Southern Arizona, and probably in, I'm sure statewide, but specifically here in Southern Arizona, we talked a little bit about Volunteer Day earlier, but what is it that you guys do that are making a huge difference in our community? Well, well, one of the things is, and we've been charged to
0: find and recruit the next generation of, of employees and workers, uh, for the construction, to have a construction career. Because, well, it's uh, not very glamorous. Well, it's not very glamorous, but there's a pending leadership vacuum in, in the construction industry because of the baby boomer industry that they're, the baby boomer generation, excuse me, is, is retiring and will be out of the industry. And because of the economic downturn that started in 2008, we're still at 50% of our workforce that we were back then. So there's an opportunity. For wow, wow, wow. Say that again? Yeah, we're, we're at 50% of the work levels that we were in 2008, just at right, the pl- employment numbers. That's crazy. In the state of Arizona, right. And so... And if that's statewide, and, and Tucson is much worse um, statewide. You know, in Phoenix, they, there has been a modest recovery at this point. Uh, but one of the
2: issues that we're, we really need to do is you know, five, ten years from now, who's going to be building things? Well, let me ask you a question about that. Because, you know, when I was going to when I was going to high school, we had shop. We learned how to do all kinds of stuff in high school. There was vocational training. Right. Now there's not a lot of that in Tucson. So, where are we coming up with our next generation of plumbers and HVAC kids and contractors that that wanted that know how to do drywall or concrete or paint things of that nature? Where are these kids coming from? Well, there's a couple. Of, well, well, JTED
0: actually has a program that's even. And what's JTED? The Joint Technical Education District. Okay. And they actually have nursing programs and, and uh, all sorts of things, estheticians, that like cosmetology. So vocational training. type training, yeah, exactly. You found the word I was looking for. Um, but they also have. Uh, they work with Catalina High School and Santa Rita High School and CDO with a construction. Program as well. Really? About four and a half years ago when I started this job, Larry Copenhagen was our apprenticeship director at that time. And we, uh, had a meeting at Kathleen High School because that's where, you know, 10 years ago, SAPA and the Arizona Builders Alliance worked together and raised $100,000 and put this great, uh, building together where it's a lab where they can go and the high school students can work and figure out if they can, uh, if they want to be a plumber or an electrician. Cause that's a really good, um, it, that's a good career path. Um, they, the guidance I guidance counselors never even had, didn't know that that part of the building existed mm-hmm. because they, they just, you know, they shuffled through those guidance counselors. So that, that original year there was 15 kids in the program, and this past year, because of Jack Draper, he's, he's one of the teachers of that school, because of his leadership, we've gone to, from 15 kids in that program to I think 126. Wow. And it's really about giving them an opportunity. And then Catalina High School is you know, and that's yeah. just a, is it, now we're talking Catalina High School or Catalina Foothills High School? Catalina High School. Okay, the My one Pima over here on Pima. Pima, okay. Yeah, that's one, you know, that's a, an area that's impoverished and there's many of the students that, that go to that, that school are, you know, homeless or living in group homes, that kind of thing. And so we're trying to make a difference and give them an opportunity. Uh, we've started this, uh, Explorer Post program.
2: Well, hold on a second, before we get to Explorer okay. Post, because I think that's really important too. Mm-hmm. So you guys have put a program together with the home builders, Saba, at Catalina mm-hmm. High School, where you're training about 120 some kids a year in a vocation, in a construction vocation. Right. So when these One kids come out manager, of high school,
0: but, please. Uh, ten years ago, Saba and there's a builder alliance worked together to spend the money to create the lab. Okay. And now there's a builder's alliance is working. Uh, Saba did that part, and, and you know times have been tough for everybody. We've uh, since we do have an apprenticeship program mm-hmm. and. We the residential side doesn't, Mm -hmm. uh, we took the lead on that because we train one out of every six apprentices in the state of Arizona to be plumbers, electricians,
2: uh, HVAC, uh, heavy equipment, that type of thing. So you guys are helping these kids when they graduate from high school, they are going to have a vocation that they can walk right into. We're we're giving them an opportunity and it's not just for, it's
0: for anything in the construction field because because of that vacuum, there's just an an, an incredible amount Amount of of opportunity for them, mm-hmm. you know, especially from from this impoverished school at Catlin. I mean, they're great kids there. We try to mentor them. I have to mention Tom Kittle with People of Construction. Sure. he's really been the leader at leading theirs a Builders Alliance uh, into creating our Explorer Post, uh, which is actually one of these things where that we teamed with the Catalina Council Boy Scouts to use their insurance, um, but we open up a, an Explorer Post. Basically, allows students that are interested in construction to go visit job sites or facilities and see
2: if that's something they want to be. So you were telling me earlier off the air that uh, the next field trip for the Explorer Post is where? Is it, we're going to go to the Caterpillar Proving Ground. It's is not, it Naha Hills? I don't know, but it's fantastic. It's, it's uh, You're out there with these giant Caterpillar trucks. The tires are like 20 feet high rolling around, watching them do what they do. Well, the important thing, you know, that's great to see all this stuff. Sure. But the
0: important thing that I believe about these Post is that these
2: students coming out of
0: high school at 18 years old are rubbing elbows with the owners of businesses and being able to give them an opportunity to get a job right out of college. Right, uh, high school, yeah. So, excuse me. Uh, the, the first, year, this is the third year of our program. The first year, I, I think we got 18 students hired. Wow. And three of them um, got into our apprenticeship program as electricians,
2: and we scholarship them because um, we're a nonprofit. What do you mean? You, so you're giving them money to go to school to become an electrician? Well,
0: basically, our apprenticeship program has OJT, which is on-the-job training. Mm-hmm. So they go to work, and they have so many hours, they have to do 2,000 hours at their job a year to advance to the following year or to the next year. And it's a four year program and we work with Pima Community College and then we're an online program for years
2: two through four. That's fantastic. So what is the starting salary of an electrician? Well, I don't really want to get into that because it varies. This portion of the Fred and Jeff show is brought to you by Sleeping Frog Farms and Fred's Meditation Salon and Tequila Lounge.